December 28th. This is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I want to dedicate today's podcast to Nicole, very deservingly. She is a soldier. She is a child of God. She is a warrior. God bless you forever, honey, and thank you. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I call on you right now in a special way. It is through your power that I was created. Every breath I take, every morning I wake, and every moment of every hour, I live under your power. Father, I ask you now to touch me with that same power. For if you created me from nothing, you can certainly recreate me. Fill me with the healing power of your spirit. Cast out anything that should not be in me. Mend what is broken. Root out any unproductive cells. Open any blocked arteries or veins and rebuild any damaged areas. Remove all inflammation and cleanse any infection. Let the warmth of your healing love pass through my body to make new any unhealthy areas so that my body will function the way you created it to function. And Father, restore me to full health in mind, body, and spirit, so that I may serve you the rest of my life. I ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And now God's hope for each day. It says God's wisdom. Romans 11.33 How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. The end of another year is approaching and people are already predicting what the new year holds. A year from now, most of them probably will have missed the target. The fact is, no one knows the future except God. We even know so little about the world in which we live. No doubt scientists will continue to uncover astonishing facts about the universe, but even then, they will know only a minuscule amount compared with the total sum of potential knowledge needed. But God is infinite. He knows it all because he created it in the first place. We will always be bewildered and confused by what we don't know, if we are to be honest. We don't even know our immediate futures. As James said, you do not know what will happen tomorrow. And we don't. What should this mean? Well, it should give us humility before God And it should give us trust, trust in the God who does know our futures and who works all things for his glory. You can trust all of your tomorrows to him, guaranteed. And now some good news. John 21, 25 It says, in every one of the things Jesus did and were written down, I suppose that even the whole world would not have room for books had it all been written. 
In light of these words of John, we should not be surprised that we have four accounts of Jesus' life in the Bible. For each of the four Gospels gives us details about our Lord that are not found in the others. As they wrote under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John each gave us a distinctive portrait of Jesus. Matthew, for example, shows us Jesus as the messianic king sent by God to fulfill the Old Testament's prophecies about a savior. That is why Matthew quotes from the Old Testament so much. And he says, this has all taken place that the writings of the prophets might be fulfilled. So never forget that these four accounts of Jesus's life aren't merely interesting stories. Instead, they are accurate historical accounts of the most important event in human history, the coming of God's son into the world. Because he came, we can know what God is like. And because he came, we can be saved from our sins. This is the good news, which is exactly what the word gospel means. Yay. So stay tuned. We'll be back with some more gospel, which is good news in just a moment. Okay, now, In Touch Magazine says that God disciplines us with love. Just as parents redirect their children's behavior out of love, the Heavenly Father has our best interests in mind when he's correcting us. It is not out of anger that he allows suffering. Second, God gives, gives us hope through his Son. He doesn't want our suffering to debilitate us, but when it feels like too much to bear, the promise of eternity and Christ's presence keeps us from despair. Our Father wants us to grow in Christ-likeness, but he, but he does not want to break our spirit. Third, God brings clarity through difficult times. As we learn that his ways are higher than ours, we gain greater understanding of his amazing attributes. At the same time, our self-awareness starts to sharpen and old, unproductive thought patterns begin to fade. God promises that he'll never desert us. Brokenness can bring a feeling of emptiness as we are losing things that once captured our loyalty but our Father replaces those with himself, and he is vastly more satisfying and dependable. The Lord is patient. He knows our background and thought patterns, but also sees the end result and knows the journey is worth it. So when you face hardship, remember God's promises and keep your eyes fixed on the goal. He wants to help you reach your full potential.
God is here to help us reach our full potential. Amen. Alleluia. That's awesome. Okay, hang on. And now God's way day by day. Favorite verse, Matthew 7, 7. It says, ask, seek, knock. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. Here in one simple and clear statement is the action God desires you to take when you perceive a need. When you have a need, you are to ask God to meet it. When you have a problem you can't solve or resolve, you are to seek God until he reveals the action you are to take. When you feel shut off from the supply that you need, you are to keep pressing on in the Lord until you receive what you need for your wholeness. Simple as that. Ask, seek, and knock. It has actually saved my life. Amen. Now God's promises day by day. Revelation 21, 21. It says the street of the city was pure gold like transparent glass. The Bible tells us that when we get to heaven, all of our sins and flaws will fall away and we will be like Jesus with our unique personalities and characteristics. Every single one of us is going to perfectly reflect the character of Christ. And as we walk on streets that reflect like mirrors, every step we take and every move we make is going to bring glory to him. Amen. John 7:38 says, He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Remember the words of Jesus to the Samaritan woman. The water I give will become a spring of water gushing up inside that person, giving eternal life. Jesus offers not a singular drink of water, but a perpetual artesian well. And the well isn't a hole in your backyard either. It is the Holy Spirit of God in your heart. Amen. I am on fire for Jesus today. I am on fire. <laughs> okay. Now, Joyce Meyer says that the Bible says, shake it off. Matthew 10, 14. And whoever will not receive and accept and welcome you, nor listen to your message as you leave that house or town, shake the dust off of your feet. Wow, I love it. Okay, so shake it off is based on the time that Paul was on the island of Malta. 
He was helping some people build a fire when a poisonous serpent crawled out and attached itself to his hand. At first, when the people saw it, they thought he must be wicked to have such an evil thing happen to him. They watched, waited for him to fall over dead. The Bible says Paul simply shook it off. We can learn so much from that. When somebody offends or rejects us, we need to see it as a bite from Satan and shake it off. In another instance in the Bible, Jesus told the disciples that if they entered towns that didn't receive them, they should go to the next town. He told them to shake the dust off their feet and move on. He didn't want the disciples to dwell on the rejection that they had experienced. He wanted them to stay focused on sharing their testimony of his works in their lives. So likewise, as we follow the Spirit, we can shake off offenses and hold on to our peace. Whew, beautiful. And that's hard to do. When others see that we are able to remain calm when the serpent bites, they will want to know where that peace is coming from in our lives. I love it. When we are in a state of upset, we cannot hear from God clearly. The Bible promises us that God will lead us and walk us out of our troubles, but we cannot be led by the Spirit if we are offended in turmoil. We can't get away from the storms of life or the temptation to be irritated by someone but we can respond to offenses by saying, God, you are merciful and you are good. And I'm going to put my confidence in you until this storm passes over. You hear that, Olores? You're gonna put your confidence in him until any storm passes over. Just playing with you, D, sorry. Trust in him. Has anyone offended or rejected you or you need to shake it off? Well, trust God to give you the grace to act godly, even in an ungodly situation, and to help you shake it off in order that you can be a witness to others. Amen. We're going to let our light shine coming up in 2022. Yes, we are. Father, I decree and declare that I am steadfast and immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that my labor is not in vain. Everything preventing my breakthrough must give way to the power and purpose of God. I decree and declare that my breakthrough is on its way, and I will prevail in prayer until the answer springs forth. In Jesus' name, amen. And staying here with commanding your morning, you are heaven's ambassador. Luke 19.11 says, As they heard these things, he spoke another parable, because he was near Jerusalem, 
and because they thought the kingdom of God would appear immediately. Heaven's desire is for God's kingdom to be restored upon the earth, but heaven needs representatives and ambassadors on the earth to give it a legitimate right to step in and set up jurisdiction. It is only through our appeals, our prayers, that heaven gains the right to inhabit the earth. In other words, prayer legalizes heaven's interventions. Bow your head. Father, I decree and declare that the kingdom of the world shall become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Messiah, and he will reign forever and ever. Father, reveal your will to me in prayer and use me to make it a reality in earth. Put your words in my mouth so that my speech aligns with your plans and purposes. Empower me to represent empower me to represent you well in my dealings today and to live true to your principles. Let my life reflect your glory and divinity. In the name of Jesus, amen. Stay with us. We'll be right back with God's purpose for your life. You gotta know that. And in God's purpose for your life, it says, He knows the way. Romans 11.33 On the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. In His unlimited knowledge, the Lord always knows what is in your very best interest and acts accordingly. Regardless of what your circumstances look like, God knows the optimal course of action in every situation you face and will act only in a manner that ultimately benefits you as his child. Sometimes we look at our difficulties and think, Lord, I know you are infinitely wise, but I think you've forgotten something here. Be assured that he has not overlooked a single factor that concerns you. In our limited understanding, we simply do not see our circumstances from God's perspective. The Lord alone comprehends the totality of every single factor and decision. And because he is infinitely loving and wise, he will never make a mistake when it comes to leading you. So in other words, he knows what he is doing in your life. While it can be frustrating and scary to lean on God and not on your own wisdom, it is always the best way to live because his logic vastly exceeds your own each and every time. You can trust him. I really get tired of saying that, but of course, you can trust him. Therefore, have faith that your infinite, all-wise, loving Lord and Savior knows the best action to take in your life and that he will not steer you wrong ever. 
Jesus, I don't know, but you do. I will trust your wisdom as you lead me. Amen. And Psalm 103, 19 says, The Lord has established his throne in the heavens, and his sovereignty rules over all. Today, take heart that the Lord has absolute authority over everything in creation. In other words, you can trust him because he's able to accomplish anything that he promises you. He can protect you and provide whatever you need. This may be a difficult truth to accept because of the fallenness of our world and the painful things that happen to us. However, we should never doubt God. We should never doubt Him because we lack understanding about our circumstances. Instead, we should surrender ourselves to Him. Surrender ourselves to Him, accepting by faith that He is good and fully worthy of our devotion and trust. Our lives belong to our sovereign, all-knowing, loving God, and nothing can touch us except what he allows. Sometimes that includes hardship and suffering, which may leave us wondering, how can this possibly be good? These are just repetitive patterns going on, guys. Many people who have gone through tremendous trials say, I despised the difficulty while I was going through it. But now on this side of it, I can see all the good God has done through it. So listeners, take comfort realizing that God has his purposes and in his perfect way and timing, will bring blessing from everything you face if you will continue to stay with him. Jesus, I know that nothing touches my life by mistake. To you be the glory, even in the trials. Amen. Absolute patterns here, my friends. It is really becoming not rocket science to understand the dynamics of God and how he works. If you just surrender, which is a big word, I get it. It's been hard for me too, but I will tell you, once I surrendered, oh my goodness, all stress, all worry, all everything left me. Of course, I have weak moments where the devil comes in, but overall, all of that has left me and God has shown me a clear road to how to live a beautiful life. I have love in my life. I have friends in my life and all because I have God in my life. Amen. I am so happy always that you come to pray with me. We get these blessings started. I know that you are benefiting and receiving them. 
I just know it because I know our Lord and I know that we all have relationship with him right now. So all we have to do is just keep building that relationship, keep getting closer to God. So come back tomorrow. Let's pray some more. Have a blessed day and bye for now. Good morning, God. We're ready.